Hi, everybody. Today is January 13th, 2023, and welcome to the Incrediburg podcast. News, notes, and nostalgia from the Steel City. I'm Brian Carruthers, your host, reminding you that Pittsburgh is incredible every single day. Now, if you're stuck at traffic on Route 51 or on Green Tree Hill, this is the show for you. By the time you get through the tunnel or get into town, I'll get you up to date on all of the interesting things happening in Pittsburgh. For people that love the Pittsburgh Pirates or just love Pittsburgh and people who love Pittsburgh in general, Andrew McCutcheon has signed a one-year deal with the Pittsburgh Pirates pending a physical. Now, I think I'm holding my breath a little bit with the physical because Kutch is now 67 years old, so we'll have to see what has to happen. But seriously, this is good news for the Pirates. When they move into a season with a lot of age talent, McCutcheon fits in. And Pittsburghers love it when Pittsburghers, quote, come home. We love when the Steelers announce that they're going to retire a player who left, but we're going to sign him for a day so they can retire a Steeler and come home. We are a very accepting city. Welcome home, Kutch, is what you see all over Instagram and Facebook today. Come home. But should the doors be open so wide for everybody? I mean, what is our standard for letting people, quote, come home? It's very, very low. Everyone's welcome back. If O.J. Simpson was from Pittsburgh, we would say, welcome home, Osama bin Laden. Welcome home. We want you to retire a terrorist, but a Pittsburgh terrorist. You have killed your wife, but you were a Pittsburgher that killed your wife. Welcome home. Pittsburgh will welcome you home and retire anyone. Either way, I'm happy about the news about Andrew McCutcheon. I love Andrew McCutcheon. So does my son. So does my family. And he will help the Pirates win games this year. But what will happen with Brian Reynolds? Well, we'll find out. But hopefully, we get some talent in return if he does leave. And if he does leave, we will welcome him home at any time. Now, good news for people who like to swim inside. The last remaining bathhouse in Pittsburgh, the Oliver Bathhouse in the south side, is still a thing. And it's scheduled to be completely rehabbed by the end of spring. But the pool will close during the renovations. But once they're complete, the city hopes to keep the bathhouse open year-round. Truthfully, I had no idea what a bathhouse was. These were really prominent back in the day in the 1900s and the 1920s and 30s, 40s and beyond in Pittsburgh. This is indoor hygiene and indoor swimming. They did it because they wanted people to be healthier. Now, today, I would think the exact opposite is true. When you bring back the Oliver Bathhouse, I, I think this is where the next round of COVID will come from. COVID-19, COVID, Oliver Bathhouse. It's going to start here. Indoor bathing with groups of people sounds absolutely disgusting and breathing people in and out and the smell of chlorine. Indoor swimming should be banned in general. That's probably a good idea just to turn the Oliver Bathhouse into a restaurant, just like we've done with every other church. But the indoor bathing, it will be back full-time in Pittsburgh, just like the 1900s this spring. 
the Wuhan bathhouse, or I'm sorry, the Oliver bathhouse to open this spring. There is a beautiful couple in Pittsburgh named John and Aaron who got engaged this week, but they did it in a unique way. They got engaged at the Whitehall Eat and Park. Amazing. They had the digital scoreboard outside. It said, Aaron, will you marry me? And there's a lot of beautiful social media posts of John on his knee putting the ring on Aaron's finger. They met when they worked at Eaton Park, and then they started dating in 2001. Well, if this isn't the most Yinzer engagement picture of all time, I really don't know what is. And now that I know that they met working there and they fell in love by getting to know each other there, there's the explanation of why it normally takes about seven hours to get my meal at Eaton Park. People are busy falling in love. I thought they were busy falling asleep or making smiley cookies or eating that red goo with a spoon that they put in the strawberry pies that is just so delicious and undeniable. But no, people are falling in love at Eaton Park, and that's why when they come to the table, they say, take a look at the menu, and I'll be back in about three hours to take your order. Congratulations, John and Aaron. I hope you have a Yinzerific wedding where you did confirm to the Post-Gazette that you will have smiley cookies there at the Pittsburgh cookie table. Shout out. And I hope you have many years of happiness with someday your Yinzer's kids eating your smiley face cookies, talking about the good old days at Eaton Park. Here's two bits of Steelers news for you. The Post-Gazette's Ray Fittipaldo is reporting that there is an 80% chance that the Steelers will fire offensive coordinator Matt Canada. Can you imagine reading in the newspaper about your work future every single day? And at the same time, most people hate you so much that they want to read about it too. It's got to be really weird. And sorry, Matt Canada, your time in Pittsburgh is doomed, but we will welcome you home if you want to retire a Steeler. No questions asked. Also, Cam Hayward announced on his podcast that he will return next year to the Steelers. The big man will be back. Good news for the Steelers. He had a great season, and we desperately need him. And lastly, a lot of movies and TV shows that were filmed in Pittsburgh are now out. A Man Named Otto, starring the legend Tom Hanks, who we have adopted as our native son somehow, was filmed in Bellevue and surrounding areas. The director of the movie said that filming in Pittsburgh was tough because of the weather. That was his biggest challenge. The mornings, he said, were like Alaska with snow, and the afternoons were bright and sunny like Hawaii. And he's right. But if you do notice, do Pittsburghers think that movies filmed in Pittsburgh are better because they were filmed in Pittsburgh? My mom still wants to know why Jack Reacher didn't win Best Picture at the Academy Award. Probably because Tom Cruise walked into the Pep Boys that she's been to a couple times with my dad. But either way, could there at least be a category for Best Locations? The Mayor of Kingstown and The Pale Blue Eye on Netflix were both filmed in and around the city as well. And should the Oscars just get a category, Best Show Filmed in Pittsburgh? 
Here to present the award for best show filmed in Pittsburgh is Michael Keaton and Billy Porter. They walk out, the Clarks play the intro music. They make a couple jokes about Permani Brothers sandwiches. Give a man named Otto the award for best film filmed in Pittsburgh. The model who carries the award up went to Kappa and was hired by Nancy Mazur Casting, whatever that is. And then they walk out, take pictures, and some questions from the media led by Bob Pompiani and John Staggerwald. We got this whole thing figured out. That's the Academy Awards that the 412 and the 724 need. Okay, everybody, that's the Incrediberg podcast for today. News, notes, and nostalgia from the Steel City. I tried my best to get you through the tunnel, but if you're still there in traffic, there must be a really bad wreck near the runaway truck stop. Don't forget, check out Incrediberg.com for all Pittsburgh-related merchandise and unique gifts. You'll love it. Get your dad a sweatshirt that says Jag Off of the Year or light a candle in honor of Myron Cope for the next Steeler game. That's Incrediberg.com and all of your favorite social media sites. See you next time on the Incrediberg Podcast. I'm Brian Carruthers. Bye. Bye.